Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad to, glad you're with us today, and the sun's shining outside, and you know, many people ask me, my, <laughs> my daughter finally had her had her baby, and uh, hey, come on, she's supposed to have it this time last week, waited finally just two hours ago, she had the baby, so been a, long, a little bit of a long week, but uh, I don't know anything, so don't ask me any questions, I don't, I don't know the name, I don't know the weight, all was is everything's good, and so... Uh, oh, there you go. It's a little girl. So, but uh, yeah, on both sides, we got two boys, two of the oldest on both sides. There's two boys, and then now they'll be each one will have a girl. So it's kind of pretty cool where they're all around the same age as play together. So, or I should say, fight together. <laughs> For those of you that have kids or cousins. Oh man. Anyways. Hey, we're going to look at something today that we're all faced with in society, and, uh, and we're going to look at it, it, it really in a little bit different way, and, and the, t- the title is, is uh, Dealing with Joy or, or Happiness, and is it, is it in your life, or you want more happiness, or you want more joy? Is it, is it your, your happiness, or is it God's joy? Which is it? We're going to talk about that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today. I thank you for watching over my daughter and the baby. I thank you for Ernie uh, watching over him and, Lord, their, their great-granddaughter and Judy. And, Lord, uh, Lord, you've been so good how you take care of us. So, Lord, just open the word to our hearts today. Everybody in here, Lord, is going through something different to where we need a we need some joy. And Lord, where that comes from, in Jesus' name, amen. A lot of times people throw that in together, that, that happiness and joy. It's almost like if I can say it, happiness is like on the, out, on the, on the outside and joy is on the inside. Give me an example. <clears throat> happiness, for some people think, they hit the lottery, they're set for life. Do you remember years ago, uh, there was actually television shows on about how many bad things happen to people that won millions of dollars on the lottery? That happiness is on the outside. But joy is the person who maybe was an entrepreneur or maybe worked at their job for 30 or 40 years and, and, and did what the Lord wanted them to do and are able to do the things in the world, maybe to help their grandkids out or just to, to do the things they would like to do and, and then eventually retire. It, it's, from, it's from the inside. Joy's from the inside. And what the Bible tells us, when we get close to the end times, there will be less and less joy in the world. And we're going to see today how that so many people are offended. You know, the last few weeks we've been talking about how close we are to the Lord coming back. 
And what is so good, whether you're viewing on YouTube today or whether you're here, fellowship of believers as we come together reminds us once again there's a greater purpose. And the Lord could come back at any time. Well, look at the Lord says of that verse so many read about the end times and about how that <clears throat> these are some of the things that are going to happen, but we'll still be here when they, not after the rapture, but we'll still be here when we can begin to see some of those things starting to take place. And the Lord's saying, watch, look up because your redemption is getting closer. Let me give you an example. Matthew chapter 24, verses 7 through 10. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, what we see now in our world. And there will be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in various places. We see that also now. All these are the beginning of sorrows. It's the beginning. Watch. Be careful. Watch. See what's going on. Then they will deliver you up in tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Now listen to verse 10. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Read the last part of that verse, verse 10 again. And many will be offended. It's so fresh in our mind. <laughs> Still from the election, isn't it? And it is an amazing when you would go through your neighborhood, you would see a Trump sign or you would see a Biden sign, and immediately what your reaction would be in your mind, depending where you're coming from, and the offense that would take place. And now we've taken it even so much further that if you saw in the news this week how that... Uh, they're going to ban several Dr. Seuss books. If you saw that, you need to look it up if you didn't see it. They're going to ban, now get this, eBay is not going to let you sell or resell those certain Dr. Seuss books on eBay, but you can still buy books written by Hitler on eBay. Is that, I mean, what are we living in? And now, <laughs> I just, I don't believe, I don't believe some things I'm talking about sometimes, but it's where we're at. There's no more Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm done. That's it. Let's just forget. That's over. No more Mr. Potato Head. It's now, it's just potato head. That's, I'm serious. That's, that's what the article said. It showed it, and it, you know, it's... Oh, any of these things, if you don't believe it, just look it up. Just look it up. It, and it'll take you to other things. This is, this, is just the be, this is just the beginning. Now, listen, you tie that in together to where we're at, and it's showing you and I that it's giving us a picture that people are so, the title, people are so unhappy, they're so unhappy. Your joy, your, your joy is, is your happiness. Well, if we don't do this, if we ban this, if we stop that, if, if I can call my 
gender, any gender that I want to, I think there are up to 64 different genders now that you can put on an application when you go to, to apply for a job. Unbelievable. But think about that. That, that is, it's going to make them happy by, by, by getting rid of Dr. Seuss or Mr. Potato Head or, or you just defining who you want to be, who you are. This is, this is going to make you happy. But God's saying real happiness is joy. And it's what comes from within. But the Lord is saying, I'm giving you a window, a window, a picture that you can, that window that you can look through that we are that much closer to the Lord coming back because many, and we've seen it now more than ever with the politics, like I just said a minute ago, many will be offended. And we will, can't hardly believe probably in the weeks to come what we will see, they will try whoever from a left or a liberal standpoint, try and ban it again. How long will it be before this is too offensive? That's what I wonder. That's why it's important for us to do what the Bible tells us. And the first we have to realize about ourselves. Why are people looking for happiness instead of God's joy because they want to live a certain way that's outside of God's boundary. They want to live a fleshly way. And they think if they can live their way and do everything that they want to do just for them, it will make them happy. Look what Nehemiah tells us. A quick, I almost feel not guilty, but to sum this up quickly, what part of this chapter that I'm talking about Nehemiah, but they were free from captivity and able to go back to Jerusalem to finally build the temple and their homeland and the walls around Jerusalem after years and years and years of being in captivity. And they're finally able to go home, to go home to the homeland of Israel. And they're excited about that. And they, they build the walls. The walls are getting built up. It's a miracle. They're able to do that in 52 days. Only could do that by God. And they were able to do that. And, and so now Ezra comes out. And he comes out. And all of those that help him read the book of the law, the Bible that they had at the time. And he wants to remind them of who God is. But what happened was this is the beginning. They had so forgotten who God was, what he could do, what he did do, what he can do, that they began to weep. They began to cry. I, 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 I often wonder if, you know, if we are just willing, which we'll look at in the next verse, if we're just willing to share the gospel with people, how open they would be. What happened was... Ezra gets up to read, and the way that they would do it, the, the, the priests or Levites would, when there was hundreds or thousands of people, you would have the main person read, but then you would also have those, like every 100 or 200 people, you would have a, another one in the priestlyhood read 
over here and another one over here. So even if there was millions of people, there would be people stationed all around and they're reading that same verbiage, that same wording out of God's word to the people. So they're all hearing it at once, millions of people. As the children of Israel hear, they've already seen the wall, they know what God has done. Now Ezra knows it's time to remind them of what God's word says. And he reads these words to them, and I want you to listen carefully to what he says. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra the priest and the scribes and the Levites who taught the people and said to all the people, this day, this day is a holy, it's holy to the Lord your God. Don't mourn or weep, for all the people wept. When did they weep? They wept when they heard the words of the law. But what did Ezra say? Then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared for. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow. Now this is, I want you to get this for us today. Do not sorrow <clears throat> for the joy of the Lord is your strength. He's telling them. God's telling us today, which is so important. You know what stops us from being successful and from having joy and from having peace? The devil constantly reminds you and me of our past. He's going to bring it up. He's going to bring it up again. He's going to bring it up as much as you let him bring it up. That's how much he'll bring it up. You're no good. You did this. You can't accomplish this. You're not able to do this. You're not qualified to do that. Look what happened to this when you were married here. And look at it. And over and over and over and over and over again. And look at uh, look what's going on with your kids or your adult kids. And da, 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 da. over and over and over and over and over and over again. He just stop. The word is here. Yes, the word is here. There to is to correct us to tell us what sin is sin. Absolutely. But the word is there to exhort and encourage also. And he tells them, hold on here. Hold on here. Yes, there's been bad things done in the past by the children of Israel. But this is a new day. I'm here to tell you in your life today. Maybe the Lord had you just here for this message. Today, this is a new day for you. Don't look back. And you know what he says? He says, not only the, the joy I want you to have as a believer to hope to know that you're going to heaven through Jesus Christ, but hope never disappoints. And if hope never disappoints, then I can have the joy of the Lord. What is the joy of the Lord? The joy of the Lord is I, I, I've decided that I'm going to live his way. No matter what happens, no matter what's going on, no matter what I see before me, no matter what's happened in my past, I'm going to have the joy of the Lord. And what is that? What, is it, what does God tell us in, that, in, in his word right there? Because you're willing to say, the joy of the Lord I'm going to have, Lord, I'm going to believe you, I'm going to trust you, it says the joy of the Lord. He reads that to them to remind them that the joy of the Lord is their strength. 
never before what we faced, maybe World War II or maybe some of the other wars, have we faced a time as we've done last year to where you felt a, such a heaviness. Do you know when church was able to start back up and some, a lot of churches didn't start back up and <clears throat> that's neither here nor there, I'm not going to get into that, that's their choice. A Gallup poll was just done and it said by the surveys that the mental health of those that were willing to go back to church was 45% better than those that didn't. Is church essential? Yes. I think so. The joy of the Lord is our strength. When you open up God's word, you know what, you know, it's amazing. You know what part of the joy can be for you and for me? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know what you're going to face tomorrow. I don't know what I am, but late tonight, if I have my devotion or tomorrow, when I open up and read it, I don't know why I'm reading that. Now, let me explain that. I'm reading that certain verse for a reason. It's God ordained. And you are, are going to go something through completely different than the person sitting next to you. But God is so amazing. The miracle is he has a verse just for what you need for tomorrow in his word, not to make you mourn, but to give you joy. Exactly for what you need and what I need. How many days do we miss it? How many days go by before, ah, you know, I'm tired, I don't want to go to bed. I, you know, I didn't get up early enough. And, you know, and all it takes is just a few minutes. Just a few minutes to have the strength to where whatever you're tempted of that day, whatever news that you hear that day, you have been already strengthened through the power of God's word that there is joy no matter what happens. Because you're living God's way, he's in control. You know no matter what happens, he's got it. He's going to handle it. That's what we have. That's the joy that we have. Do, do we want this, just this happiness or what? We want to do anything and everything and think that's going to make us happy? Or do we want God's joy who can see into the future and gives us a verse for exactly what we need? Let's look at a couple more verses and we'll close. In the book of Luke in chapter 7, Verses 22 and 23. Now, I want you to remember now, John, the apostle John, is in prison. He's questioning himself. That's so important to bring out. Don't you question yourself? Yeah, I don't know. Ah, man, should I do this? Should I not do this? How long is this going to happen? What's going on? I, I don't... I don't know. Am I, did I make the right decisions with my son or my daughter? Lord, I, all these different things. John was getting ready to lose his life. The Bible says he was one of the greatest people ever to live that followed Jesus. But yet he was questioning his faith. I want to encourage you today. It's okay. I always say this. It's okay 
to ask God questions, but just don't question him. In other words, just don't get bitter. If you're willing to be open to where, even though there's sorrow in your life, if you're willing to be open enough to where you can let some of that joy come in, let that joy flow in. Here he is, John, sitting, sitting in prison, knowing he's going to lose his, his life the next day or two. And he has two of his disciples go and find Jesus. And Jesus is performing all these miracles. And he's teaching these messages that people have never heard before because they're Holy Spirit inspired. And he asks them to ask Jesus that question. Jesus, are you really who you say that you are? Listen to verse 22 and verse 23. Jesus answered and said to them, go and tell John the things that you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have had the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. There's that word offended again. If we are so willing that we're open that no matter what you're facing or not, what you're going through, he was a believer, but yet he was still questioning. If you and I are so willing to believe that, that we will not get offended and we will not get bitter and we will not get angry no matter what we're facing, God's saying, hey, I got this. John lost his life. It didn't end the way he thought it was going to end. But the guy who took his life has been in hell for 2,000 years. And John has been in heaven for 2,000 years. Think about that. To know that eternity is real and not be offended when something happens in our life. And yes, we don't like when we have to go through certain things and we just, want, we just want that happiness to come in. We want it to come back in quick. And the Lord's saying, you know, sometimes it doesn't come that way. I'll bring you your joy, but maybe I'm going to bring you your joy this week through peace. See, you can have joy if you have peace. Say, what do you mean, Dallas? Deep, deep, deep down inside your soul, there's a peace that passes all understanding. Bible says God's word that he will guard our mind and our heart. You know, I'm not going to look at the last verse today. I want to close with this. You know, I've had the privilege of not just saying it's to say it, but I'm going to share this with you. I'm doing this 41 years, and I've done close to 800 funerals. And uh, this week really had a, a difficult funeral uh, even though the other person was older. Uh, I grew up, played ball in high school, and even after high school with, with the, the son of the father who died. And we were pretty close. And uh, years ago, 
back in 1995, his sister, in other words, the, the, the son that I knew would be his sister. So it would be the father and the mom. It would be their daughter. Was involved in a horrible accident. She was attacked. Uh, for, not to go into all the details in another state. And same, came so close to dying. And ever since then, she's been in a wheelchair and she really doesn't have much of a cognitive ability to, to speak or talk. Both of her parents took early retirement to take care of her. And those are the things in life that I struggle with. I don't really understand. But I was able to, to give a message of hope, of knowing that she one day will never have to be like that again. Do I understand why she went through that? Will I ever understand? Will that family ever understand? But to hear a brother get up and talk about, of course, his dad, but then talk about the adversity that they'd all been through as a family with his sister. I saw a man that I've known since high school that stood up with peace, the joy of the Lord, not bitter, not angry, but able to know that he has hope. That's what I want for all of you today. All of you will go through something in life that you will not understand. And you can't be happy all the time. But I want you to choose God's joy because God's joy comes in a form of peace. A peace that passes all understanding. To know one day what some people have to face in this life is so unbelievable, the adversity that every day that it takes for them just to go through. But to know God is with you. And when you and I know God is with you, the same as that family yesterday, that they have hope in Jesus. It's not easy. It's not easy what you're going through. It's not easy what they're going through. It's not happy times. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. His word will always, always show me what to do and will never disappoint. It was such a testimony to me Friday to see that family and to see a family that wasn't bitter. And the only way that I can understand that is an eternal perspective to know that we have hope through Jesus no matter what we face in life, no matter what our kids go through, no matter what you go through in your marriage, no matter what you go through and you fill in the blank, God will never leave you and he will never forsake you. And just what that family was, such a testimony to me on Friday, people are watching you, 
and they're watching me, how we handle what we go through in this life. And hopefully, hopefully through that, we can bring other people into heaven through the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. Where is it in your life that you're looking for that ultimate happiness and God's saying, I just want to give you my joy. It's right here in my word. I'm here with you. I'm going to direct you. I'm going to guide you. And life is going to throw some things at you that you will never understand. But all the way along, I will give you my joy. I will give you my wisdom. I will give you my peace. And ultimately, I will give you hope. Just as that family Friday with that tragedy, I will give you hope that you'll never have to disappoint. And God will be with you. Father, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you as their Savior, Lord, if they're watching here today, Lord, let them know all I have to do is say, Jesus, I, I know there's something about you that's different. I, I don't understand the whole aspect of everything in the Bible, but Lord, your Spirit is speaking to me, and right now I believe that you are God's Son and that you came into this world you lived a perfect life and you shed your blood on the cross of Calvary for me your perfect blood and right now I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and Jesus from this day forward help me to live by your resurrection power Maybe you're here today if you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Ben's going to lead us in an invitation song. And, you know, we always like to give an opportunity just to say, whether it's on YouTube or here. So, Father, we ask you today, if there's one that doesn't know he's your Savior, has been lead us today, may they accept you this day and find heaven as their home. And, Lord, not get bitter or offended in this life because of what it throws at us, but to be tender, to be willing, and to be willing to listen to you. Lord, we'll be careful to give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.